Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at configuring enhanced security for virtual logins. We'll be discussing enhancing the login process, configuring login enhancement features, enable login enhancement, failed login attempts, and finally, configuring passwords and enhanced login security. This episode is part of my series on network security. I'm Kevin. Here at KevTechify, let's get this adventure started. Login blocking is, an, is enabling a detection profile that lets you configure a network device to react to repeated failed login attempts by refusing further connections. Now, Access controllers, they can be used to permit legitimate connections from addresses of known systems administrators or known and legitimate hosts. Use the banner here, the banner, global configuration mode command to, speci to specify appropriate messages. Banners protect the organization from a legal perspective. You need to put a message out there that says, you cannot access my system unless you are authorized. Unauthorized access is prohibited. A lot of times you have your lawyers look at this, make sure it's good enough. If your organization doesn't have lawyers, there are some pretty good examples of what you can put in there out there on the internet. A quick search will get you some um, good results. Now, what happens here is you put the banner message of the day. So you put your banner in there. Now, do you want it to be the message of the day, the exec, or at login? It's your choice. Most of the people use message of the day. And then over here, you have the delimiter, message, and delimiter. What a delimiter is, is basically saying, okay, start now. Everything after that is the message up until you see that character again. Now, you can use just about any character for that delimiter. Think on your keyboard, the shift number keys. All of those shift number keys, the, ex the exclamation point, the at sign, the pound sign, all the way across. And a lot of those symbols around the enter key, they can be used as delimiter keys. The one thing is, is don't use that symbol in your message. For me, I typically pick the dollar sign. So for my delimiter, I usually put the dollar sign. I go ahead and type the message in there. Unauthorized access prohibited oops prohibited and then you have to put that same delimiter at the end of your message and so i started with the dollar sign i have to put that at the end here the delimiter here's an example of a message this equipment is privately owned and access and is logged disconnect immediately if you are not an authorized user what is here is you can have multiple lines in there. So this person probably started with their delimiter. Up here, we'll, we'll guess they used the dollar sign. And then the carriage return, that's considered a character. So what they probably did was hit the carriage return, start typing this line in here, got to the end, and then hit the carriage return again. Type the next line, put the carriage return in, put the carriage return in. And then at the end here, once they had all four of these lines in here, they had to put that same delimiting character in there. This is where that dollar sign comes in. That same character from there goes in our, is our ending delimiter. 
That's how we get multiple lines in our banner message of the day. If you like this episode on configuring and enhanced security for virtual logins and you get value out of it and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Click that notification bell to turn on notifications to be alerted every time I release a new episode and there are a number of episodes headed your way. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. The login block floor command here, it can defend against a denial of service attack. And what it does is it disables logins after a specified number of failed login attempts. Here, login block floor in a number of seconds. Now, you, you want to block them for so many seconds. A lot of times it's 60 seconds, maybe 120 seconds. I've even see, seen people go up to 300 seconds for five minutes. The number of attempts, a lot of times I see three, sometimes I see five attempts. The more attempts you allow them, that gives the, the attacker more guesses before you lock them out. So three is typically the number I see. And then how many... How many seconds that these tries all happen so within 60 seconds or maybe 120 seconds within a minute or two if there's three three failed login attempts here we're going to lock our system for 60 or 120 or, or 300 seconds five minutes now the login quiet mode here references an access list and what this access list does, it identifies the permitted host or permitted users where you know that if you're connecting in from home, your IP address is, is pretty much always the same. And you wanna allow that address to connect into your system. The login delay here, and you specify that in seconds, that's how many seconds go between login attempts. So you try to log in once. It fails. How long do you have to wait until you can go again? Um, at minimum, I would have two in there. Five is much better in my thought for an administrative system and a very important system. I would say you can log in, or you can try a login once every 10 seconds. The reason this is key, a lot of these brute force softwares, when they start getting these failed login attempts, these brute force softwares, they can attack 10, 20, 30, 50 times a second against your system. If they start getting these failed um, attempts, not, not failed logins, but even failed connections, the, the ability to make that login attempt, the, a lot of times the software will air out. So having a longer time here helps you. And then finally, we have logon on success log and login on failure log. And what this is, is every time somebody logs in successfully or failure, we're going to log that information. Now you can go back and you can look at the records of failed login attempts and successful login attempts. To help a Cisco iOS device provide a denial service attack, or denial of service attack, use that login block for command. But the trick here is that login block for command needs to be before any other command. So login and then block for 
OS first before you do any other login command itself. What it does here is it is it monitors login device actively and operates in either two modes. So down here, we say login, and then we can either have quiet mode or normal mode. Normal mode, and so we have normal here. What normal mode is, it's also called watch mode. And the router keeps account of the number of failed login attempts within an identified amount of time. That's what we're used to. That's the login block for process here. Now, login quiet mode, that's what's listed right here. So login quiet mode. This is also called the quiet period. If the number of failed login exceeds the configured threshold, all login attempts using Telnet, SSH, HTTP, HTTPS are denied for the time specified in the login block for command. There are three commands here that can be configured to help an administrator detect a password attack. Now, each of these lets a device to generate syslog messages for failed or successful login attempts. The first two commands here, the login on success and the login on failure here, they generate syslog messages for su successful and unsuccessful login attempts. Now, an alternative for that here is security authentication failure rate. What this command here does is it can be configured to generate a log message when the login failure rate is exceeded. So when set the rate when it's the, for failed logins, when it's exceeded, then we'll generate it. Because maybe you don't want to see that. Maybe you know that every time you log in, there's a 50% chance you're going to type it wrong. So you necessarily don't want to see that popping up in the logs. But here you can use the security authentication failure rate, set that rate to be acceptable for your failed login attempts, one or 50% success rate over 20 seconds or something like that, then it, you'll get a log message whenever that threshold is exceeded. Use the show login command here to verify the login block for command settings and current mode. Now this command, the show logins failure, it displays additional information regarding the failed attempt such as the source IP address, what port they're coming in, how many failed attempts, and also what time it was. And now you can start looking and seeing, should I expect this? Is it outside of work hours that nobody should be trying to log in? Is there a bunch of failed attempts from IP addresses I don't know? Then this could all give you clues that maybe you are being attacked. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuring enhanced security for virtual logins. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel and click that notification bell. That way you'll be alerted every time I release a new episode. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. You can get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on network security. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on network security. Once again, I'm Kevin. This here is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.